Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. What is happening? You are super loud in my ears. That's what's happening. Oh, for real? My bad. No, I fixed it. It's on my level. It's on my end. Uh, well, turn this shit down, homie. I did, bro. Get off my balls. <laughs> Get off your balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shit. All I hear is your uh, microphone rubbing up against that luscious salt and pepper beard you got going on right yeah, there. You like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually there, huh? Growing it back in. Yeah, as you should. It's winter, man. Or winter is coming, I should say. And so are the bears. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Happy recording day. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I was uh, I was watching, I was binging some uh, season twelve of Family Guy. And there's a part in a part of the episode where Peter was uh, he was going through all of his cutaways for the week. <laughs> so he had a living room full of just random shit. You, you know, family guy, the way he does all his cutaways and yeah. stuff. That reminds me of my time when, you know, that reminds me at the time when I was at the bar and boom, he he's there at the bar and you see 10 seconds of what happened. And then he goes back to real life. But anyway, there's a section where he was like, uh, he was like, where are the bears? And then some bears raised their hands, you know, the animals said, no, not those bears, the other bears. <laughs> but then there was three big, burly, hairy, gay guys that stopped up. <laughs> he was like, you're on standby. I'm going to be using you all week. <laughs> Uh, nobody thinks it's funny with me. That's yeah, okay. Pretty much. I'm not a family guy. That's right. Guy. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I just, I don't know. Hmm. It's all good. I love it. It's, um, when I am watching TV, it's typically, you know, something that I've seen before. So I don't have to really pay that much attention to it. And I just want to laugh. So I don't care about all the new dramas that are out right now. Like I think the wife is watching The Crown. She just got finished watching Shit's Creek. And, you know, she'll run through the series like Shit's Creek's funny, though. Just, I never heard her laugh one time, so it must not be that funny. Huh. Not one time have I heard her laugh watching that you, show. You, David. Yep, not one time. So the baby crisis, dude, <clears throat> there's so much you should watch it. Have you tried it? 
Nope. <sighs> it's new, man. It's new. This past weekend, I ain't well, that new. I had Micah this weekend. Oh, it's not. Now it's over. Well, unfortunately. Yeah, it's over. I liked that guy when he was in American Pie. He was pretty funny there. Um, but no, I <coughs> I watched <coughs> COVID. Loose me. Loose um, me. <laughs> You've been watching, <laughs> listening to too much Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, what's his name? Kendall Copeland. COVID-19, I blow. (laughs) (laughs) And then Trump's toupee blows away. (laughs) That's awesome. Anyway, um, that was past weekend or right before the weekend, before Micah got here, I watched episodes four, five, and six of Star Wars and absolutely loved it. You know, I just sat down and I just had a marathon. It was fun. Wish I had that much time. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Dude, we've been busy lately. Like, I'm worn out. I have no energy. No? What's up with that? Oh, you're working. And that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. And it's fun. It's cool. We're working on a project right now that's uh, Christmas-oriented. So I made a Santa video, and it's so magical. Oh, my goodness. So I love what I do. It's just, you know, 12-hour days standing and capturing video. At one point, I was laying on the floor on this, like, folded-up rug using like a rail to get like a glide shot from the bottom. And it's just like, I mean, it's a cool shot, but it's like <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we're here. Had to go to the bottom so I can get back up there. I don't know. I'm out of <laughs> yeah, it. Dude. That's, ex- that's exactly how the song goes. Yeah. <laughs> so how was Santa? Was he, was he fat and jolly? Dude, he, I haven't shown you a picture of him. Oh, well, I saw the video from last year, and I saw the pictures from right, last same year. same This is the first time we've talked in a few days, I think. Yeah, it's been a minute. So, I, I, don't, I don't know how it went. You didn't tell me. Yeah, it went, went great, man. I mean, the, it's like, it's called the Santa Experience, and the whole point of it is to get your pictures taken with Santa, right? But <clears throat> it's so much more, man. It's like a... You get in to the venue, and um, it's a really pretty big venue. And, um, you know, you check in, and they get to, little kids get to check their name on Santa's list. And they have, like, stuff set up and hot cocoa and, you know, just toys everywhere. And all the kids get a toy or two. And. And wow. uh, a pre Christmas, yeah, thing. and then they actually get to ride around um, most of the venue, it's like wooded, hilly area, and they have this really sick bridge with lights on it, and it's cool. And anyway, they get to take a horse drawn carriage ride before they go see Santa, and then they see Santa, mm. and it's all set up, you know, and uh, it's just so cool seeing the kids like who still believe. 
I mean, they turn around, like, you hear some Christmas bells, which means Santa's ready, and you turn around the corner, and then there he is, you know, with Mrs. Claus. Is she still <clears throat> not? Um, yeah. <laughs> she has not aged a I day. Mean, over a thousand years. Cool. It's just weird, because I know Mrs. Claus now, so answering that question is like... Um, I don't see her like that. Sorry, Mrs. Claus. Don't put me on the naughty list. But anyway, man, these little kids, dude. Oh, my God. Some of them are just like, it's Santa. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. (laughs) You know? Like, it really is magical. Because to them, that is is freaking Santa. And if you see this guy, I mean, he is Santa. He's growing that beard all year round, right? Oh, yeah. Doesn't let it go. Nope. That's awesome, but man. They, they're, like, super into it. And, um, you know, like, this is part of what they do. They go to, like, Santa school, and they're part of all the clubs. And yep. Dude, I never even knew there was, like, that whole world out there. But they know, like, all the stories, and they have all the expensive, you know, like, full-on Santa suits that are custom-made, and... It's a really yeah. cool thing to be a part of, man. <clears throat> yeah. Tiring. I met a guy. It. I met a guy at the bar years ago, um, right across the street <clears throat> from where I work, and the everybody called him Santa. You know, I had been seeing him come in because I would go there for lunch or whatever. He was a retired uh, police officer and just a really, really old dude. And he had a big beard and <laughs> crazy tattoos because he was also a biker. <laughs> biker Santa. <laughs> He's biker Santa. But the sweetest guy in the world, man. He would just come in, sit at the bar. He he only drank wine. So he's he's like, dude, I haven't had hard liquor or beer probably since you've been alive. Huh. He's like, he just he's old now and retired. And still rides his motorcycle, but only drinks wine. He'll go go up, sit at the bar, have a couple glasses of Chardonnay, talk to everybody at the bar, and um, just the sweetest guy in the world. But <laughs> he wasn't big at all, so I don't know how he did it. You know, like so I had never seen him in a suit. I think uh, one year I, I did see him come in with the with the pants and the suspenders on. <laughs> And it was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're Santa for yeah. real. But he was like, no, I, every year he does it. Every year he's part of that club where he plays Santa. And I don't know if maybe just with the coat they put a little pillow in there or something to make him look fatter because he just really honestly wasn't a big guy at all. Sure. Um, but he definitely had the personality for it. And give him a couple Chardonnays and he becomes the life of the party. So real sweet guy. I think it takes a real, real kind heart to uh, to do that. Like he'd pull out his phone and he's like, "Oh, look at my grandkids." <laughs> I'm sitting there with biker Santa, <laughs> ooing and awing over his grandbabies. <laughs> look at the pictures of his grandkids on his phone. Just the sweetest guy in the world. So, yeah, dude, this Santa. I mean, <clears throat> it's like down to details, dude. Like. The way he talks and interacts with kids. Yeah. You know, he's so soft spoken. Oh, ho, yeah. ho, ho. how are you doing, Sam? 
it's been a while. Like, he almost whispers, which makes sense. I mean, a lot of kids see Santa, and they're like, ooh, Santa, and then they're like, clam up and cry, and they're freaked out because there's this big man <laughs> that's supposedly magical, and I guess it's frightening. <clears throat> so I guess they kind of have to be a little soft-spoken, but dude, I'm just saying, like, it blows me yeah. away how freaking cool it is, you know? That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to do that for the second year. So, yeah, they must <clears> obviously, like I, I, <laughs> I saw your video from last year, and from what I can remember, it was badass. Oh, dude, the and one so where they Santa's must... checking his list. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. And so they must have enjoyed it enough since they invited you guys back a second year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's everybody's dream, right, to have that kind of you know, annual work, like it's like guaranteed work over time. Mm -hmm. Like you're just going to keep getting called back to do the same gig and you're going to love it every single time. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Especially in my line of work yeah. when, you know, I rely on people getting married <laughs> <laughs> and still liking what I do, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, that'll keep the love meter up. But anyway, getting, uh, for sure kind of getting into the christmas spirit a little more are you yeah just because of that event you know i tell you what i i snapped at my friend uh that that owns the that owns the wild bills um he already decorate no i i walked in to buy some cigars a couple weeks ago and he uh and he had Christmas music music uh, going. <clears throat> I said, dude, I said, bro. <laughs> I said, bro, what is this? I, like, I was literally, I walked in, you know, I shook some hands and gave some hugs. What's up, Mike? How you doing? Blah, Kiss blah, some blah. Babies. Kiss some babies. Sign some tits. <laughs> you know, it was great. <laughs> it's just, it's normal, me walking in the door. So, I, I, you know, we shoot the shit for a second and we're talking and then I, I'm like, all right, I know exactly what I want. I'm going into the humidor. So I walk to the humidor and I get my hand right on the handle of the door. And I snap back and turn around. I'm like, Anthony, what the fuck? He was like, what? I said, you got Christmas music on already? He said, bro, it's past November 1st. And I'm like, he was like, what do you want me to do? It's corporate. And I'm like, oh, November 1st they had the music on yeah I remember working retail is the same thing because they you know they have channels that you can go through but it's like they control them sure so by sure. Thanksgiving you're just like fucking hate Christmas Done. I don't even want it to come <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I'm still, I'm still looking forward to, um, mounting the TV over the fireplace and that being the Christmas present for the house. Yeah, dude, with all these Black Friday months and weeks, when are you getting your TV? The whole month of November. I, I don't know. I, I've got the money saved up now. We saw one. I think it was at Walmart. Brooke saw it and was like, hey, isn't, isn't this the, uh, TV we have? 
And I was like, yeah, I want that's the, one the size have. that Michael wants. Ours is five inches smaller. It was a 70 inch? Yeah, and it was cheap, bro. I don't remember the price at the moment, but I was like, dang. Don't make me start looking this shit what up right now while we're trying ours? to record. Is it too late? <laughs> oh my God, you cannot go any bigger, dude. I'm still trying to get bigger than That's yours. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> or did he say that? Maybe they um, all said it. So yours is a 65 inch. I I want to get, I need to get that 70 inch. We couldn't fit Best anything buy. bigger in our apartment, man. It pretty much no? takes up our whole wall. <laughs> I get a feeling that a 65 inch is, I have to measure my TV stand in the basement again because I'm not sure that a 70 inch is actually going to fit the width of our entertainment 65 center. would. A 65 would for sure, but. I don't know how the legs are on the a 70. few inches. Because like ours has different legs yeah. than the one you have now. Oh, really? Yeah, yours screwed on. Ours hmm. like clicked in in the bottom. So they're. They're a little wider too. <clears throat> yeah, I guess okay. to support the weight. I don't know. Yeah, dude. So basically, an LG, which I don't know if LG is better than Samsung or not, but LG for five forty nine at Best Buy. I don't know. That's man. pretty good. Those Samsung TVs are legit. I agree. I agree. I that's really what I want, but. A 70-inch. I don't think uh, Samsung sells a 70-inch. I think there's it jumps from 65. Oh, no. I take that back. Here it is for $5.99. Okay. At Target. I guess we're going to have to go do some shopping. Sold to the highest bid. $5.99. So that's only like 40 50 Wait. No. $50 more than your 65 well, we got ours for five fifteen. Okay. So whatever the math is on that, eighty yeah. bucks. Yep. It's not bad, man. Eighty bucks more. No, it's not. And I already told the wife what we're gonna do. The fifty-five is going upstairs over the fireplace. The seventy is going to the basement. You know. It'll be perfect, bro. We have like a home theater. Mm-hmm. Best Buy has a 75 inch for 309. It's a Sahara case, zero damage TV screen projector. Oh, it's not the same thing. Anyway, all right, before we go any further into that, you brought it up, by the way, it's your fault. Um, Did I? So, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, so on Halloween. We suck. I'll just say it. Yeah, we suck. So, well, we we did a Halloween episode. We weren't talking about death. We were talking about scary movies and stuff like that. And I knew it, but didn't mention it to you and didn't know if you knew or not. But the man who you were named of died on Halloween. Sean Connery. Yeah. And we never got a chance to talk about well, it. Well, I so didn't even hear about it. You didn't know yeah. about it. Exactly. I definitely want to mention it. Yeah. I'm surprised that your mom didn't mention it to you. Yeah, well, since... then I talked to her after, sometime after you brought it up. 
And I was like, you know, Sean Connery died, right? She's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, okay, well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> You're going to name me after the damn fool. You can't keep up with me on him? <laughs> yeah, I'm amazed that she didn't mention it to you at all. I, I thought for sure. I thought for sure that you had already heard, but I guess you don't pay attention to the news, you know. Dude, like the day or two after, well, no, the election would have happened after Halloween. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I missed it. Yeah. But I did. I mean, the election day was the third, so it was four days later. So I just want to say, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. I will carry your name on. <laughs> <laughs> At least your first name. Uh, all right. For shits and giggles, your favorite Sean Connery film. Go. It's got to be James Bond, bro. Uh, really? Okay. I mean, hell, he was in so much, though, I can't even think of all of them. What a boss, too, man. What a stud. What a good-looking dude. He was in seven James Bond films from 1962 to 1983. And for me, the first time I saw Sean Connery in something different, the first thing I said was, oh, <laughs> that's 007. <laughs> yep. Because that's all I knew him from. You know, my dad was uh, big into these old movies, man, and Growing up, we had a whole, instead of having like a bookshelf full of books, which we did, on one side it was all books, on the other side it was all movies. My dad had basically a blockbuster, (laughs) a blockbuster room just full of uh, VHS. So, I'll give you that one. Extraordinary Gentleman, that was a good one. That's where I was going to go. It's between The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which I don't think the wife has seen, but I was just thinking about it the other day. I want her to watch it with me. Um, but the other one is The Rock. Remember The Rock with Nicholas Nicholas Cage, where they were trying to get off of Alcatraz? Mm-hmm. He was the only man that had a, ever escaped from Alcatraz. Yeah. Sorry, I'm great, looking at all great these movie. movies right now. Great There's movie. a lot I haven't seen. Yeah, I mean, it would be uh, <laughs> one hell of an exercise. Another one that I really loved him in was Dragonheart. You ever see that? Yeah, long time ago. But yeah. The, yeah, he was just the voice, right? It was just the, he was the voice of the dragon. That was 1996, dude. I was, I was 14 years old. <laughs> I still remember it, though. I loved it. You ever seen The Hill? The 1965 Hill. movie? No. His face is nope. not on the, the cover. I'm trying to find his earliest stuff. 62, Dr. No. Which was a nope, good one. The Hill I've never seen. Oh, 65 was The Hill. Hmm. Yep. So he's done a lot of really cool stuff. 
Um, let's see another one. Um, he was also in. He was in like a, a, a Knights of the Round Table type of movie that I thought was pretty cool. I'm looking for it though because I can't remember the name of it. Oh no, not Round Table. Highlander. Oh, you ever see that movie? Yeah. That was a great movie. Medicine Man. Knights of the Round Holy Table. Holy crap, I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that too. I loved it. He got his ass kicked in the forest in Brazil, right? Because he was trying to save the fire ants. They were trying to cut down all the trees. Not in Brazil, in, in the Amazon, right? That's where the movie takes place. That was a really good movie. I think I found it. 1959, Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. Yeah. It's his oldest film. And that's how you got it. That's how you got the name. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, great guy, man. Holy crap. He only had one son. He had one son. And all that he knew of. <laughs> that he I'm here, knew obviously, of. so. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, back in his day, nobody used protection, right? Oh, man. What a guy. Oh. More than that, bro. Indiana Jones. How about that? Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Remember he was in that? He was he was uh, Indy's dad? Yeah, but that wasn't his first film. That's what I was looking for. Oh, no, of course not his first film. <laughs> I'm just saying stuff that I've seen that really, really yeah. good. You know, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, that was awesome. That's when they were um, on the search for the Holy Grail, I believe. Uh, he's just perfect in all every role that he's played, man. He's just absolutely perfect. He's a man's so, man. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't the only so. one that we lost recently. You were mentioning no. a couple other people. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, on, the, on the list next, I've got Rance Allen, who was... Um, Rance Allen is a gospel singer and... Um, was a bishop in the Church of God in Christ, which is the church that I grew up in. And um, he was, the dude's just got an amazing voice. And he, uh, he died. So I didn't realize this, but there's a lot of people in the church um, that say that he actually died from COVID, not oh, from... Uh, um, uh. Not from any complications of a surgery, as they say. Fake news. Yep. Yep. They say that he died recovering from a medical procedure at the age of 71. But I guess in the church they're saying, you know, it was COVID. Hmm. Which is not too far-fetched, saying the fact that uh, this year we lost... Well, not we, I'm no longer part of that church, but the Church of God in Christ lost a lot of bishops in the church due to COVID. You know, just 
not being willing to stop doing services and stuff like that. They were still holding services, still having to pack crowds and stuff. Because when a bishop comes into a church, man, it's like it's like Judge Judy walked in. It's like all rise. I remember growing up in the church. Um, bishop P.A. Brooks, who was the, the bishop, presiding bishop over the, the northeast jurisdiction, which my church was a part of um, at the time. It doesn't matter. You can be in prayer opening the service. You can be in the middle of worship. You can be in the middle of a scripture reading. You can be in the middle of testimony service. It don't matter. When that man walks through the door, somebody comes, grabs the microphone, stops you from doing whatever you're doing, and they say, all rise. Bishop is entering into the room. So a lot of honor and a lot of reverence for that office of a bishop in the Church of God in Christ. And it's a big blow. It's a real big blow to the church to have uh, Rance Allen pass away. So, Which, if you're listening and you're like, who is that? <clears throat> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> but if you grew up in church... But, or grew up especially around a black church gospel music in general mm-hmm. i can almost guarantee you know the guy or know of him i should say dude yeah the dude sing his ass off man and it, the dude can sing his ass off that's all what i can say what was the song man. you were talking about oh um i, I got to stop this I just found a, a, a 20 second clip of him singing. Uh, there's going to be a showdown. But the song that he was most famous for is something about the name of Jesus. Mm. Something about the name Jesus. It is the sweetest name. I know. I know. Oh, how I love the name oh, Jesus. The dude. Dude sang his ass off on that song. Uh, and nobody could do a run like Rance Allen. The dude is, was amazing. <laughs> the Rance Allen run. <laughs> the Rance Allen run, brother. Uh, that's all you got to do. Look that up. The Rance Allen run, and you'll you'll hear his voice. He got really, really, uh, he was always a big dude, but as he got older, he got really big. It was just him and his wife. He didn't have any children at all. Uh, but the dude sing his ass off, man. And his hair. His hair is his trademark, man. The dude was always... Uh, he was always sweeter than sweet tea. So, the dude was always to the nines, man. Awesome guy. Could preach his ass off, too. So, it's a big blow. Very, very big. That's what she said. I was about to give a moment of silence and then say R.I.P., but, you know, we can be... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He died in Sylvania, Ohio. But he was from Michigan. He was actually from Downriver, Michigan. Uh, So... He wasn't born in Detroit, but Downriver, which 
anybody that's from downriver that was, you know, go anywhere else, they'll say they're from Detroit. It's about a half hour away from Detroit, though. But yeah, he uh, he worked with a whole lot of different singers and, and people, uh, you know, big name people. The dude was a great writer. His group, he had his, I think he had like five brothers or something like that. He had a couple of his brothers that could sing in his group. And um, he was nominated for a bunch of Grammys and stuff like that. Dude's got a great, a great history. So definitely worth looking up if you, uh, if you told the Amazon Echo to play Rance Allen music, probably the first song that'll come up is something about the name of Jesus. So good guy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Man. Yeah. And then I guess the last one that I wanted to mention that died and, and these these guys all died. I think both of them, both Sean Connery and Rance Allen, I think they both died on Halloween, right? I believe they let me look that up. I don't. Let's see. When did he die? I think it was the 31st. I really do. Um, bah, 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 bah. Rance Allen died. Yeah, October 31st, same day. Because I heard about them both at the same time and I was just hmm. blown away. The third guy that died was Alex Trebek. Who's Canadian? Which, I don't know why you didn't know that. I don't that. know why I didn't ever think of it. <laughs> Trivex. He, I mean, he died a week later. He died on November 8th. So, uh, 80 years old, man. Which is amazing. So, here's a, here's a kicker. Alex Trebek was 80. Sean Connery was 90, I think. Wasn't he? Let me confirm that before I just spout it off. Yeah. Sean Connery was 90. Rance Allen was 71. So 71, 80, and 90. I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be a lot more dramatic than that. <laughs> yeah. Just letting it ride. Yeah, wow, that's really crazy. Thanks, yeah, thanks for not coming to my rescue on that one, brother. Appreciate it. What you wanted from me at that moment. Uh, Hey, man, they were all... Alex Trebek. Old enough, I guess. Is that arrogant to say? No, it's fine. So, I, I was watching a video, a clip. There was this Indian guy who like won a, a shit ton of money. And I think he, he won a couple different episodes and he was talking to Alex Trebek and, and Alex was asked him something about his family. He said, Hey, you know, do you have a lot of family that's watching you tonight? People that you want to say hello to that are probably very proud of you. And he, the dude broke down in tears and he said, listen, I grew up in this small town and um, you are how I learned, um, English. He said, my dad would sit me down every single night and we would watch you 
and watch Jeopardy. And um, and through watching your show, that, that, that helped me learn English and helped me become the man that I am today because I, I just wanted to learn and blah, blah, blah. I thought it was a good tr- tribute. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. So I remember, I mean, it was nostalgic for me too. I remember growing up a little kid every night, seven o'clock, seven thirty, whatever time it came on. My dad took over the TV because he wanted to watch Jeopardy. So I've got good memories from watching Alex Trebek as well with my dad when he wasn't, you know, working midnights, which he did. <laughs> A lot of years of my life, but um, yeah, my dad loved Jeopardy, man. Absolutely loved it, and it was always cool being able to sit next to him while he's watching Jeopardy and hear him give the answers to the questions. It's like, damn, dad, we could be making some money. Fuck your job, go on Jeopardy. <laughs> For sure, you know. Dad was super smart, so, or dad is super smart, not was. He is super smart, and, uh, yeah. So I'm interested to see who's going to take the job, because the show's got to go on, man, right? It's been like 40 years of 37 seasons of Jeopardy. Somebody's got to take it over, and so there's a a few speculations as to who's going to do it. Yeah, it'll be weird. <clears throat> you think so? Um, yeah. Like, Alex I don't know. Trebek is Jeopardy, and Jeopardy is Alex. At least for, I would think, most of the generations that are alive. Sure. Like, Pat Sajak is... And Venno White. Like, when Will of, he kills <laughs> over... Will of Fortune, yeah. Who's, you know... I don't know. Dude, he looks like he's never going to die, and so does Vanna White. Vanna White is in her 70s, and she's... Fine. She looks like she's... She looks like she's 35, 40. Yeah, it's crazy. Drop dead gorgeous. We actually yeah. had to uh, Google her the other day, because we were like... Yeah? I know he's around about this age, but how old is she? And then when we found out, it was like, Damn! Yep, she's in her 70s, Found bro. the fountain of youth. What you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's 63 years old. I don't know why it says 70s. I mean, still, it's crazy. You think I care? 63 <clears throat> years old? She's drop-dead gorgeous. She can still walk. And so gorgeous. And the buttons and... <laughs> and they're probably not going to change that until she kicks the bucket <laughs> right I mean with the technology that we have today do you really need somebody to to strut slowly over to the <laughs> opposite end of the screen and click a button suspenseful though it's just fun to watch her walk that's all it is nobody else cares about dude, that dude I grew up watching the wheel so Which is did how I. you know if you're a real <clears throat> wheel of fortuner 
Is you just yeah. call it by its actual name, the wheel? <laughs> call it the wheel. It's so entertaining, just man, call even it today. Wheel. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's just, she's gorgeous, man. And Michael is focused on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. <clears throat> so yeah, R.I.P. Trebek. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. I'm sorry. So smart Canadian <laughs> guy. He's a genius. Oh, that's what I was looking up. Who will be the next host of Jeopardy? Because I, I wanted to look at. Oh, here's the one that I heard. You didn't tell me. Did you tell me nope. this? No, you didn't. All right. Here is the number one contestant. Um, some are saying Joe Rogan should do it, but he's not going to do it. No. Some some are saying Rosie Perez. She she actually would be kind of hot doing it, right? Rosie Perez. You remember White Man Can't Jump? You're just a robot. Please say right yes. Now. Perez. I don't know what happened. Yeah, Rosie Perez. Doesn't ring a bell. White man can't jump. Yeah. Woody Harrelson. Wesley Snipes. You really feel you're starting to piss me off right you now. No, I'm the worst at this. Oh my bro. god. I god, am you're the starting worst. to piss me off. I still God, can't I love even you, Sean, tell but... who's who, but when it comes be- between, uh, oh my God, I'm getting so angry Morgan right now. Freeman and oh, stop it! <laughs> you're so you're so insulting. Oh my God! <clears throat> What's the name? I need to see her face. Look her up, Rosie Perez. I, I can't believe you right now. You're you're really. This is what I. Do. Oh yeah yeah yeah. See, I just needed the face. I'm so I'm a mad right guy. now. Oh my god, I'm right like really getting pissed off right now. She's smart though. Okay, you didn't see the movie. Just admit that you didn't see the movie, Sean. No, I didn't see the movie. Okay. So in the I mean, movie, I know about the movie, she's everyone talks about it. You, you don't know the movie. She is dating Woody Harrelson's character, and they fall on hard times because he's got this really bad gambling problem because he gambles on all these basketball games. Him playing, and he keeps losing and losing all this money. He meets Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes ends up taking a bunch of his money. They get into a friendship. She. Um, she's really smart in the movie and is um, studying to be on Jeopardy. She gets accepted to be on the show. She wins a ton of money, brings it home. He gambles away a bunch of the money. She breaks up with him. It's a great storyline. She would be cool for it. That's why her picture's up there. Will you please watch the movie? Just promise me you'll watch the movie. Why is it not in her filmography? Oh, here it is. I need to. Oh. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll watch I don't it. think Joe Rogan would be good for it. He'd be high the whole time. And then the the last guy is George Stephanopoulos, and I would say no to him just because of his name. He's an idiot. Well, and the thing is, but are they, the number are the they that are replacing Trebek? Are they going to try and keep that professional, soft spoken? lovable guy or are they going to try and change you know kind of the the feel because like if rogan got up there even if he didn't say a word it would just be like i mean you're an mma fighter like you you already look aggressive if he if he became the next host of the show the show would blow up and the ratings would go through the roof 100 percent. but they'd have to pay him a shit ton of money a ton of money to do a five-day-a-week show. Oh, it would probably be more than money. It would have to be a lot of money because like, he just got that $100 million deal to take all of his content and make it exclusively Spotify, right? Did you hear about that? No. Oh, my gosh, Sean. I have not. You know, I don't hear about things anymore. After the election, oh. I've just been like, I don't care what the fuck happens. Jesus, man. So Joe Rogan just got this $100 million deal to go to Spotify. And um, and <clears throat> in doing so, all of his content is going to go from YouTube. I mean, I think that what's there will still be left on YouTube. But all of his new content will be exclusively Spotify. Uh. <clears throat> So, does Spotify do video shit now? Yes, they do. Ugh. For him. Oh, so this is going to be like popping the cherry thing for Spotify. It is popping the cherry because there's no video before Joe Rogan. Hmm. And now you can do video on Spotify and you can watch the Joe Rogan podcast on Spotify. And it's the only one that I know of that you can watch. Anyway... The point I'm getting to is that the one favorite that I have in the running is LeVar Burton. And you're going to tell me that you don't know who LeVar Burton is. And that's going to piss me off, too. And I think I want to end this podcast right now because <laughs> you're really pissing What's me his off. Name? I need to see his face. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, LeVar Burton, L-E-V-A-R, Burton, B-U-R-T-O-N. Is that the guy from the Heat of the Night? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's Dave, Dave Chappelle's father? Dave Chappelle's brother? Father? Father? (laughs) No, shit, he's a reading rainbow guy? He was on Reading Rainbow, yes! Oh my god, he looks the same, but because the first picture that pops up is him old, and he's got this little, like, tuft goatee and, like, this gray mustache. But dude, yeah. Is that, is that all? Reading Rainbow? Is that, is that the only oh, one? 
I mean, Star Trek, which I was never a huge Star Trek guy. Roots. Okay, all right, all right. I yeah. hate you. You're just <clears> suck <throat> at life. I'm up, so I'm, I'm cheating. You, yeah, you need to eat a bag of dicks. If you would have said God, reading I Rainbow, I would have been all about it. But you got to throw names around. Like, I know freaking people, and I don't know people. Everybody knows who LeVar Burton is. I'm going to ask my wife when we're done with this. You should ask her, and she'll be on my hate list <laughs> as well. Her. Hey, Brooke. I'm on her hate list right now, so she could be on mine right now. She doesn't know who LeVar Burton is. Lieutenant LaForge? Commander hey, LaForge? Can you come here? No, she's busy. She's like, oh, what does he want? And he was also on Roots in 1977. Hey, do you know who LaVon Burton is? LeVar Burton. LeVar. Who is he? Damn it. I love you. You suck at life. You suck. Your wife is better than you. My wife is definitely better you're, than me. You're not, you're not worthy to lick the fucking scum off of her shoes. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> You about to go too far? You're terrible. <clears throat> I am compared terrible. to your wife. Brooklyn is now my favorite. David. She knows you broke up, so I don't know what the second half of what you said was. I said she's my favorite. David. Oh. She knows people way more than I do because she'll be like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. did you see what blah 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 tweeted or like did or." What show they're going to be on? I'm like, who's that? I don't know names, bro. I know faces. Mm. I mean, I know some names, but. You at least have to remember how someone made you feel. Yeah, but I don't ever remember, like, reading his name, even though, do ironically, you know, the do name you remember- of the show was called uh-huh. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> Yeah, it was called The Reading Rainbow. I remember the show yep, for that's, sure. I used to watch it all the time. That's that's one of the things he's most popular for. The second thing would be Star Trek, which is uh, Commander Commander LaForge. It's not gay <laughs> at all. But number three, everybody knows the name Kunta Kinte. Well, what's that from? All right, I'm done. <laughs> Michael has officially just left the room. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Why'd you think this shit was funny? Well. <laughs> you think this shit is funny? Bro. I don't know why you think this shit is funny. This shit is real right now, man. Anyway, let me just say, before we end this podcast, all right, we're going to end this podcast right here because I'm like really, wow. Um, Anyway, LeVar Burton is a Kunta Kente. He's also Commander LaForge, and he also did the Reading Rainbow. Yes. And he would be a perfect guy for Jeopardy. I agree with that. And... um. He'll be a perfect guy for it. I would love for him to be the next host. 
Uh, I don't know how old this guy is, though. Let's see. How old is LeVar Burton? LeVar. How old is LeVar Burton? Come on, tell me how old he is. Give me his Wikipedia something. He was born in LeVar 57. He is 63. All right, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. 63 years old. He was born in West Germany. I can't ever pronounce that L word. Lanstel. Dang, dude. I'm sure they don't pronounce it like that. He married a youngin. What do you mean he married a youngin? Or maybe he got married in 92? He got married in 92. Oh, yeah. She's 67. Yes. So he married a woman older than him. She's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Bro, Fort Wayne is lit. <laughs> Old dunk. <laughs> anyway, there was a point to all this honoring and remembering these people, right? Uh, so... I said this was for the prez, um, but it's for everybody. So in, you know, episode six, the return of the Jedi, Star Wars, um, Luke finally goes back to Yoda to finish his training. And, um, and when he gets there, Yoda is about to die. And he says to Luke... He says, Luke, when I am gone, the last of the Jedi, you will be. Mm. Luke, pass on what you have learned. And just that right there, because just because I just watched it again last week, it, it just resonated with me, which is why I like in the middle of the week have been putting in show notes just for this episode. Um, I just wanted to talk about the, the importance of passing on the things that you've learned and the necessity to make sure that you have people that could possibly follow in your footsteps and continue the work that you're doing, you know, No. Yeah. I'm just sitting here quiet because I don't have anything to pass on. Apparently. Oh, you've got plenty to pass on, sir. Um, <clears throat> it would just take take you finding that out, figuring it out. So, <laughs> like uh, the the, <laughs> the three men that we talked about, uh, Rance Allen died at seventy one. Sean Connery at 90, um, or 80, 90, Alex Rebecca at 80. Um, these are all very great men that I hope, you know, did that. I, I talked about this before. Uh, Miles Monroe, a guy who died way too early um, in a plane crash or something, going on his way to a conference, very ironically, 
he died on his way to a conference where the conference was for pastors all talking about succession planning that you know when you die you so basically he had this dream of a man and a casket still holding the baton like a racing baton and um and never passing it along and it struck him so he he wanted to do this conference to talk about succession planning because he he had already done it right he had a he had this great church in the bahamas and he had his son um, following him in ministry and his daughter on the business side, managing all of his books and conferences and stuff like that, that, br that brought in money. Uh, and you know, he, he was an overseer for a bunch of churches where they had a lot of divisions and stuff all over succession. Like a pastor dies and he didn't name a successor or he didn't train anybody or build anybody up to follow his lead to keep his church or his ministry going. And then there's a division that happens in the church and church splits that happen because there was no clear thing that was said like, you know, this person is going to take my place when I'm gone. Or even just, you know, not just when I'm gone, when I die, but let's say I decide to retire. And even in the business world, especially at Tata Motors, they're really big on succession planning. So when a manager is going to be applying for a job as a director, a level up, that manager, part of that manager's job is to train and develop a leader within their group to, that would be groomed for, for leadership to be able to either take over that group or at the very least be equipped to take over another group as a manager. So all of that being said, I'm like Yoda, the wisest green thing in the world. Uh, he said it right, you know, pass on what you've learned so that you know others can you know can can pick up where you left off and continue to keep things moving so it's a funny thing about death right i think about that shit i think about you know i've got two boys i want to make sure that i'm constantly talking and I want them to remember the sound of my voice, the things that get me excited, the things that turn me off and make me sad or whatever. I want them to know the things that I'm interested in. I've got journals that I've written in for years that are earmarked for Micah for when I die because I want him to be able to not only know where here, I've got a whole shelf full of journals that I've written in for years, for the past 20 years of my life. Um, I want you to know the things that I thought about when I was a teenager and into adulthood and the experiences that I had and the things that I've learned. That's one way that I have decided to pass on what I've learned. I've got journals. Um, and I probably preach to 
to Micah way too much than what I should, which is why he barely wants to talk to me now. <laughs> Part of the reason. Dad, I'm sick of talking to you. Like, he literally told me one day, he was like, Dad, you don't have to call me every day. He's like, you can just text me. And I'm like, uh, I get all sad, like, I don't want to text you. I want to call you. I want to hear your voice. You know, but it's important to pass on something. You know, I don't want to just pass on bad habits. I just, you know, I'd I'd love it if Micah had an affinity for cigars the way that I do. But if he doesn't, that's fine. But he'll be able to say to his kids one day, yeah, your grandfather was a cigar freak. He had four different humidors in his house, and he had <laughs> way too many cigars. Um, you know, your grandfather loved scotch, and this was his favorite. I don't want to just pass that on to him. I want him to also know, like, yeah, you know, your dad actually loved Jesus, too. Your grandfather actually loved Jesus, and he preached and he prayed and he helped people and he was giving and he was kind and compassionate you know I want that to be passed down as well uh, and and with these in the church world they would call them generals right these generals that have died uh, this year old old men that were the top of their craft You know, I hope that, you know, they were able to, I think that they are leaving behind a great legacy that anybody should be able to pick up and run with. And I think that that's important and an important takeaway from this conversation. Salute. That's it. <clears throat> Well, yeah. R.I.P. to the fallen. <laughs> and to the families they left behind. Indeed. All right, man. Well. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, I'm still mad at you anyway because it's fine, you'll get over it. Yeah. I will. Thanks get for over listening. It. Thanks for uh hanging in there and giving us your ears. Uh we definitely appreciate all that listen. And if you want to get involved, you totally can. Head over to unchurchedpodcast.show. Um you can check out all our archived episodes <clears throat> and you can email us uh, right from the website. You can also get connected with some of the social media platforms we are using. Um, or you could just email us from any old place at info at unchurchedpodcast.show. Um, word of mouth is always the best. So use your mouths. Tell someone who you think might enjoy our conversations. It's not for everyone. Um, and we're okay with that. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. So long. We will love you.
we do love you. Peace. Peace.